Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Today is Monday. The 20th of December. Soon enough, I believe, Omnia, next week Mm -hmm. or the week after that, we will be having our weeks starting every (laughs) Monday. And we will finally be able to keep up with new memes. Oh, 100%. And I love the fact that we will start complaining about Monday blues. (laughs) No no longer will we have Sunday blues, but Monday blues. And also, ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about Mars. Zika and mangoes. And today, <laughs> Omnia, that is uh, this year's top trending searches. Yes, indeed. I never thought mangoes, Zika, and Mars would all be grouped into one topic. Could it be the Mars chocolate? Mm, we're talking all about what was trending when it comes to Google searches in the year 2021. As we welcome 2022, we've got to reflect on this past year and what Google has seen when it comes to search options. Coming up on today's show as well, we're talking all about Amazon because whether you knew that or not before, Amazon actually has been banning a lot of its employees from using their phones when they're on the job. And now they have actually decided to postpone that ban due to the Omicron variant of COVID-19. What's that all about? And do we agree with the fact that employees should not have their phone on hand while they are working? We're going to be sharing all those details in just a few moments. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about impact absorbing traffic light poles and how that could save the lives of many. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people do get into accidents on the road and some of them do hit light poles. But this new technology that will have a traffic light that will absorb the impact of the car and hopefully a lot of lives will be saved and we'll be telling you guys about that in just a few. Yes, indeed. In the world of gadgets, we're talking about one that could come in handy if your laptop happens to be hacked or stolen because there is one USB kill cord that has been making headlines everywhere. People have been excited to get to try it out, especially to see if they can hopefully protect their information if, God forbid, their laptops get stolen. How does that co- uh, how does that USB kill cord work? We're going to be giving you all those details in a little bit. Yes, and if you ever wanted a smooth ride taxis right here in the UAE are looking for an autonomous future and we do know that a an autonomous taxi is always smoother ride than Omnia driving so God <laughs> we are looking at a smoother ride right here in the UAE and that is thanks to those taxis right here in the UAE that are looking towards an autonomous future and what could that mean for road life right here in the uae we will be telling you guys all about that in just a few you guys do want to keep pulse 95 locked because when we come back we're talking about the most trending searches of 2021 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world as the year comes to an end let's take a moment to think about what is one thing that we have mostly googled or googled the most over this past year was it the COVID-19 pandemic was it it, do I have COVID or not does sneezing mean I have COVID (laughs) does a runny nose mean I have COVID but that was back in 2020 though my left abdomen hurts does that mean I have COVID (laughs) does that mean I have appendicitis my pinky toe is uh is 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 twitching a little bit my lord (laughs) does that mean I have COVID 
Do you really Google these no, things? No, I've never Googled that, but okay. I, I've seen, you know, trending People, searches. Yes. Uh, you know, it was one of the weirdest searches of uh, last year. What is one thing you Googled the most this year? Um, Be completely honest. Can it can it be a certain thing, like a certain word, but different sentences? Yeah. All right. How many calories are in this? How many calories are in that? How many calories are in this? You see, now that you mention it, I relate to this. Yeah. So I will always have the <laughs> keyword, which would be calories, True. but it would be different items. Okay. Makes sense. Um, well, if you're wondering what has the world Googled the most this year, what are the top trending searches, we are going to be giving it to you in just a bit because... Research has it that Mars, Zeka, and mangoes were actually some of the most trending searches this year. Now, a lot of people may be wondering, how do all three come into play? Mars, because a lot of projects have been taking place when it comes to exploring the red planet. We've seen different countries, China, the US, the UAE. They've all been putting their best efforts to try and explore and get to know this new planet. Zakah, it's because one of the it's one of the pillars of Islam and a lot of people tend to Google Zakah whenever it's closer to the time to kind of find out more about the rules, what they should be doing, how much there's a lot of calculations that go into Zakah. So it, again makes sense. Mangoes though, that one caught my attention, I must say. <laughs> I mean who doesn't love mangoes and that I was know uh, <laughs> you know the one of the most trending searches in Egypt and the word mangoes trended more than ever this year after a heat wave destroyed some of the most iconic fruit crops in Egypt. Now, Omnia, I personally am a very big fan of mangoes, and when the mango season does come around, I stock, stock up, up on mangoes. <laughs> I would go to, you know, our friendly Souq al right here in Sharjah, get my mangoes, and there, there that man goes <laughs> to get the mangoes. I must say, oh, that's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, you, I caught on that one. And, <laughs> And Omnia, you know why I love mangoes so much? Mm. When I was a child, my grandfather had mango trees. Mm. And whenever we would come to his house, he would always give us the freshest of mangoes. Mm, yum. And there's even a specific pattern how he cuts the mangoes that I still remember to this day. And, uh, you know, every time I go there... Even till this day, if I went right now, uh, he would cut me the mango the same way. <laughs> so mangoes is a very, very, very iconic fruit for not only Egypt, for me as well. Yes, indeed. And we do know some of the yummiest mangoes actually come from Egypt as well as Pakistan, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Pakistan mangoes. Um, so for this year in search, you'll find that people have a variety of interests apart from the COVID-19 pandemic, which is great. It means that the world is slowly going back to normal. However, as we've mentioned, Zeka, mangoes and Mars have actually been the most popular searches out there. Now, one interesting feature that was actually added to Google search this year has been the ability to allow millions of Arabic speakers ask about a specific topic in that language. In the past, Google search would typically, they would cater to the Arabic community. They would have a lot of searches in the Arabic language, but they were never able to understand the events, people, things, questions, of the people in the Arabic language completely. You can't search in Arabic. A lot of the search options would have been translated. So now they have launched, or this year, they have launched the new MUM feature. So this basically means that the artificial intelligence became a lot more intelligent. And now it can actually understand exactly what you're looking for and give you a good answer based on what it is that you are looking for. Yeah, I mean, uh, when we're looking at search, you know, mm -hmm. It's very funny 
that sometimes when you have something in your brain yeah. and when you're typing it out, it mm. shows exactly what you're searching for. And that could be thanks to, for number one, artificial intelligence and also machine learning because the search engine, believe it or not, is AI. And there is machine learning being implemented in the, in, in the AI. So it can actually go based off geographically where you are. True. So let's say right here in this area, mm. we like um, Suq Jubail, <laughs> right? So I like Suq Jubail. I, I love Suq Jubail, right? And they also have really good dates. Ooh, and okay. let's say we all live here and we all like Suq Jubail. And Suq Jubail right now has an offer going on right now. Okay. And I say, where is? Mm. And it will continue the sentence for me because a lot of people in my vicinity are saying, where is Suq Jubail? True. Right? And that sometimes, Omnia, even if you said something. So what? there's a kind of quick conspiracy theory, peer-to-peer mm. -peer transfer. Mm. Okay? That if whatever Omnia has searched and I come and search it on my phone, if I hit the correct keyword, I will indirectly see what Omnia searched mm. in my own search. Why? Because it's peer-to-peer -peer transfer. Our phones are next to each other. So they communicate in so a way. They communicate in a way and I'm kind of, you know, a lot of people say it's unethical, but it's more of to find information quickly, more quickly. For example, Omnia tells me a valuable piece of information and I need to go and do my own research regarding that. And as soon as I go and I Google it, I'm going to have that sentence sentence being auto-filled for me because Omnia already searched it for me. True. But the question is, does Google actually even listen to conversations at times? Because I feel like many times I would go to just, you know, look up something I just talked about with Hani and bam, it's there. Whether I like it or not, it becomes just like you mentioned, a little bit autofill, but it would be on like the top options yeah, now, of the recommended searches. It could be because I searched it. Even if you didn't. Or not mm. only that, you end up. So we have something, Omnia, that marketers call the reptile brain. Mm. Reptile brain. Marketers call it that. And what the reptile brain is, it, it takes in information and it stores it in the back of your brain mm. and you never use it. You <laughs> never use it. And when the time comes, you indirectly use it. Mm. Okay, you will not. You can't control it. Sorry, but you use it. And with the reptile brain, marketers have kind of mastered the psychological way of feeding you information without you realizing it. Have you ever watched the movie Focus, Omnia? No. All right, Focus talked all about this mm. and how it was everything was indirect, indirected in a way to feed people numbers, to feed people information, to use it against them. Okay, it's basically what we see on social media nowadays. <laughs> kind of like it. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. What is the craziest thing you have searched on Google and found the answer for? We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the Zon, or as I like <laughs> to call it, Amazon. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Amazon. Right, we haven't talked about Amazon in a while. Now, uh, before we get into it, we're talking about Amazon workers, and the number one thing when you hear the word or you hear the sentence "Amazon workers" mm -hmm. is unethical working standards. They work too much, or they're being overworked, and they have no, you know, personal time. Right now, to add on to all of your thoughts, <laughs> Amazon has now postponed mobile phone ban on warehouse floors until further notice. Now, 
The company's plan to restrict employees from carrying devices at work has been suspended after Edward Edwardville's death and Omicron, the, uh, the COVID-19 variant. And Omnia, mm. I want to, before we get into the story, I want to ask you on a kind of personal opinion level. Yeah. All right. Do you believe if you were a manager of a company, if you mm. manage the company or if you were a founder of a company and you have the authority to put rules and regulations, mm. would you not want your employees to be on their mobile phones? No. You wouldn't want them to be. I mean, no, I would. What do you mean? I, I would allow them okay. to be on their phones. Okay. Or at least to have their phones on them mm-hmm. while working. Okay. Because I feel like nowadays phones are no longer just like a privilege. They're yes, a right. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're a need. They're a necessity. Yeah, it's like a lifeline. It is a lifeline. It does connect you if things go wrong. Now, Amazon's reason for banning mm. or ban- having bans on the warehouse floors is for productivity-wise, yeah. right? They want things to be fast, quick, and easy. And to be honest, they're achieving that. Yeah, but if you think about it, Amazon is also very notorious for high levels of depression and anxiety for their workers. 100%, yeah. Um, their workers basically have constantly uh, rioted against the company because they were just honestly inhumane with them. During the COVID-19 pandemic, COVID-19 testing was not done regularly to their employees. They had no time off. Even when things were really bad, Amazon was still functioning like nothing was going on. And then once they were put under fire, that was the only time they realized what they were doing was wrong. But going back to the phone ban, they've actually for years prohibited workers from carrying their phones on warehouse floors. They would ask them to leave their phones in their cars, in their vehicles, or in the employee lockers before passing through security checks that include metal detectors. Now, during the pandemic, they kind of backed off that. They did allow them to have their phones, thankfully. I mean, can you imagine living through uncertain times and also not having your phone on you? But thinking about it, I feel like them postponing the ban again now because of the tornado warnings and because of um, the Omicron variant. It's good that they're doing it, but why is this law in place to begin with? Yeah, now, when... We're talking about the phone ban, the mobile phone ban. There's actually a lot of places, a lot of jobs that Mm -hmm. do not allow you to carry a phone on hand. One of them being the watchtower in the airports. Mm. I have a friend who works in the watchtower. Okay, so basically it is, uh, you know, uh, they call it in Arabic, Burj al-Muraqaba. Yes. Right? So you are on in the watchtower and you control the flights and you control the planes. Which plane lands when first? Which plane lands first? When to dock? When to you know leave the airport? And before he goes into the watchtower, he will have to keep his phone outside and he has a 12-hour shift. Mm. And that is because he needs full focus and nothing can go wrong because if things go wrong, lives are at risk. And it is 100% you know called for. But where jobs carry about warehouse and productivity, well, you know, when I'm thinking about it, Omnia, yeah, it could, you know, actually be deferred in a way. How? Mm. Because we know, Omnia, that if people are going and working at, at, at special places in this world, yeah. right, a lot of them are not allowed to carry a phone on hand with them or 
a lot of companies have now said this. Okay, no problem. You can have a phone, but no cameras. Yeah. You, you can't have a camera. True. So if Amazon says no cameras, I think it would be much more better because what I think, I think Amazon wants to keep secrecy. Mm, I, I don't think that. I don't I think it's productivity and secrecy. Amazon is a very secret company. They are. And not only that, I mean, we actually talked about a couple of months ago, Apple employees as well said they're not allowed to bring phones in certain areas, mm. if you remember. Yeah, I agree. Now, certain areas understandable. Um, security and secrecy also understandable, but to a certain extent. You know, ta- looking at the Amazon workers, a lot of them have been complaining that they need access to important information. Updates on deadly weather events, tornadoes, being able to communicate with emergency responders, with their loved ones. Imagine, God forbid, you are an Amazon warehouse worker. You're stuck in the factory. You're trying to pack up um, packages, etc. And something happens, a tornado hits or I don't know some emergency happens you don't have access to the phone the simplest right a person could have to phone emergency services what do you do is your worth then worth it to begin with yeah exactly 100 is your job worth it 100 you know uh again i was giving examples just you know to say that true you know there we always in my life as a hanny as a person i like to give the benefit of the doubt i don't like to paint everything as a negative thing mm-hmm. although amazon has done a lot of negative things one of them being their transport workers the people who will be giving your delivery they said that there will be a camera installed in these vans mm. and you're not allowed to go on a bathroom break. True. If you want to use the bathroom, what do you do? You use the bathroom in, you know, a different type of way. In a different Right, format. a different, it's, 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 I don't want to say it on air, <laughs> but again, you know, so Amazon has been very unethical in the past and a lot of Amazon workers want to form a union. A lot of them want mm. to riot. But I believe as well, you know, that this is just another nail in the coffin for these Amazon workers to be fed up with the way Amazon is treating them. Again, I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, let us know. Do you think it is ethical or not for Amazon workers to have, to not have their phones on warehouse floors mm-hmm. or, or it's a secrecy type of thing and Amazon cares about security and secrecy and during the warehouse hours, no phone should be on the floor. 4215, we are taking a break, but when we come back, we're talking about impact absorbing traffic light poles and how this could save the lives of many people. Check this out. Check this out. Impact absorbing traffic lights. I mean, honestly, I'm the only thing I that came to mind is why has this not been invented anytime earlier because the amount of accidents that have happened involving traffic lights involving cars crashing into some of them there are too many to count and if we can only first off fix people's uh, driving uh, capabilities that would be Mm -hmm. great but also make sure that these traffic lights are allowing us to lessen the impact of the accident rather than aggravate what it becomes so these impact absorbing traffic lights you can think about them like a little bouncy house so bumping into one crashing into one will cause a lot less damage than it would to a normal metal one yeah like bumper cars have you ever played bumper cars omnia i love bumper cars yeah now things which bend but don't break tend to be revolutionary and an australian firm does hope that people in the country will agree the next time they smash their car into a traffic light. 
Now, fun fact that Australians do pay close to $90 million a year in damage and injuries from collisions with traffic lights. But now a new flexible one can protect the driver as well as the pole that will sh that will help per to reduce that figure when they're ready for use next year on the roads in Australia. Now, we are looking at streetlights and traffic lights being, you know, rigid and unyielding. And that is really actually bad news for an oncoming driver and for the pole. And if the collision is strong enough without any flexibility, the pole will snap. Now, not only does that mean an expensive repair process and traffic cop duty for the state's officers, but it also does mean the pole will fall down and like a tree towards the axe that fells it towards the injured motorist and the roof of their car. And most of the time when these traffic pole accidents do happen, it's not the the impact that kills them. Mm. It's the traffic pole falling onto the car that kills the drivers. And at the University of South Australia, Dr. Mohamed Udin thinks he has the solution to this problem. Yes, indeed. He is planning to make the base of a traffic light become a lot more flexible. We can think of it just like you've mentioned, Hani, like how it is when you, whenever you bump uh, into the sides of a bumper cart. Uh, co uh, bumper car court mm -hmm. so this bottom or the base of the traffic light will have a flexible version of it it's going to be uh, very forgiving to any car that collides into it so this way if a car happens to bump into one it's not going to cause it to god forbid snap and then fall onto the car itself now the street light is also mounted onto a bollard which is basically buried under the concrete of the roadside which basically means it's a lot more sturdy it's a lot more rigid and at the same time the base itself is mostly uh, made out of foam a special type of foam so that means if a car hits it the foam compresses which allows for the pole to be able to maneuver that impact which reduces the damage on the pole on the car and most importantly on the driver so the creator of the, or the inventor of this technology Muhammad Uden Dr. Muhammad Uden hopes that it will be ready next year and that traffic light poles we will start to lose a lot less of them because if you think about it replacing a traffic light pole it's a lot of work and it means that this specific road won't be used for quite some time yes and again we know um with traffic light poles, if you hit a traffic light, you are obliged to pay for mm. the new traffic light. And these traffic lights are not cheap. So it's better, you're better off, you know, getting a phone traffic light or a traffic light that will absorb, you know, absorb any type of impact onto the car. So in my opinion, I believe this is great and it should be not only not not only good for the driver if God forbid they get into an accident and they have to pay the damages, but also mm -hmm. saving save the lives. Yeah, yeah. Saving the lives of many people. So hopefully this, you know, this new technology is going to be great for Australia and their numbers show great numbers. And then after that, be implemented on other parts of the world. 4215, let us know you guys' thoughts. What do you think about a foam flexi type of bumper car traffic light? <laughs> I think it's amazing. And uh, we are taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking about a USB kill cord that can instantly wipe your laptop if it is snatched or even stolen. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Oh.
new tech that you might want to play with or even come in handy if someone steals your laptop or they snatch it right out of your hands because we're talking about a USB kill cord that can instantly wipe your laptop if that is snatched or stolen. Now, I'm going to relate it to one thing. Mm. And Omnia will, uh, will relate to it. And that is when you're on the treadmill and you have the clip to your shirt. Yes. So if you fall and the clip gets yanked out of the treadmill, It'll the treadmill stop. will go to an emergency stop. And that is the same type of concept we're looking with this kill cord. Yes, indeed. And it goes by the name Buzzkill. So a project called Buzzkill actually launched a custom USB magnetic breakaway cable. It basically acts like a dead man switch. It locks a computer if someone physically snatches it and severs the magnetic connectors, which basically means that person will be holding a completely dead laptop. It's empty. There's no content in it that can be used with for you or against you now buzzkill has been in the works for more than two years as a do-it-yourself project and anyone with the hardware could easily compile the source code source code that they've shared online and basically be able to use it seamlessly now after a crowdsourcing effort the cable is now available to buy starting at 59 dollars and it has an accompanying app that works on mac os windows and linux which basically means that any person who has such a cable can easily arm and disarm the, the cable and wipe down their laptop with a single button, which it's amazing for those who are worried about the content that they have on their computer. They're worried that it's going to be, you know, used against Secret them. Secret agent stuff. Yeah. Apple engineers. Yeah. You name it. Yes. Now, Buzzkill is designed to lock your computer when it's physically separated from you. But Linux users can further configure the app to trigger a self-destruct command, which will actually scramble the device's cryptographic keys and rendering the computer's data that will make it inaccessible in just a few seconds. Now, the project does also plan to release triggers that shut down a computer when the magnetic cable is severed. And although, you know, Buzzkill was desi designed with journalists and activists in the mind, the cable can also protect the computer of travelers on a vacation and other high-risk users, for example, crypto traders. Because these crypto traders, most likely they have, if you're a big enough of a whale, they call the crypto traders a whale. Mm. If you're a big enough of a whale, you will have your cryptocurrency not on the cloud, but on you physically in a USB. Now, knowing how clumsy I am, I would probably kill myself. I would probably kill the switch of the own laptop. Oh, my God. Right? You know, how many times would you have something and, you, and like, your charger and it just, like, falls out? Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, especially because this is magnetic as well. But, obviously, I do believe if you put it back in, everything mm. is back to normal. Yes, indeed. Let us know what are your thoughts. Would you like a bus kill USB cord that could potentially protect your information if, God forbid, your laptop was stolen or not. 4215, we would love to hear your thoughts about this USB kill cord. Coming up on today's show, we are going to go on a smooth ride in one of the UAE's driverless taxis. Yes, they are happening. This We are currently living in the future. Right here in the UAE, they are being tested out and people have already had the chance to try out what it's like to ride in one of those taxis. I can write one song that's not about you Can you without thinking about you Is it too late to tell you that Everything means nothing if I can't have 
or I know then I've got this view But I might as well be in a hotel Yeah, it doesn't matter cause I'm so consumed Spending all my nights reading texts from you Oh, I'm good at keeping my distance I know that you're the feeling I'm missing You know that I hate to admit it Cause everything means nothing if I can't have you I can't write one song that's not about you Can't hear without thinking about you Is it too late to tell you that everything means nothing if I can't have you So sorry that my time ends up, but I can't move on if we're still gonna talk. Yeah, is it wrong for me to not want half? I want all of you, all the strings attached. Oh, I'm good at keeping my distance. I know that you're the feeling I'm missing. You know that I hate to admit it, 'cause everything. Not about you can't hear without thinking about you. Is it too late to tell you that everything means nothing if I can't have you? Yeah, I can't write one song that's not about you. Can't hear without thinking about you. Is it too late to tell you that everything means nothing if I can't have you? You, but I hold on, and everything means nothing. I'm trying to move on, forget you, but I hold on. I can't write one song that's not about you. Can't hear without thinking about you. Is it too late to tell you that everything means nothing if I can't? Today we are going on a virtual smooth ride. A smooth ride in one of the driverless taxis that have already taken the roads right here in the UAE. Driverless cabs are amazing for so many reasons. First off, you're avoiding you're avoiding the recklessness of some of taxi drivers that we that I have personally come across. They tend to love speed, love getting you to your destination in the fastest way possible, but that could possibly put a risk on your safety. Second off, you're also avoiding the 
unwanted conversations with taxi drivers. Sometimes you just want to get into a taxi, go to your destinations without having to open up a conversation with someone. So in the UAE, more specifically in the Emirates of Abu Dhabi, they have already started testing out autonomous vehicles. And what they have to maintain the safety of these driverless cabs is what is known as a safety officer. This is a person who sits behind the sits behind the wheel and does not basically touch the wheel. His hands are on his lap, but he's there in case, God forbid, something were to happen, he'd be able to take over that driverless car. Yes, now Bayonet, which is a branch of the Abu Dhabi-based Group 42 tech company, last month did launch the trial of four driverless vehicles, two electric and two hybrid under the name TXAI, so taxi with TX, <laughs> huh, AI, artificial <laughs> intelligence. Now, a second phase will include at least 10 vehicles and multiple locations across Abu Dhabi. Now, customers can order the vehicles using the TXAI app. Now, Robotox taxis, you know, have been tested at various locations around the world in recent years, but commercial use of the vehicles has so far been tentative. Now, just last month, autonomous cabs were rolling out in Be Beijing, but also with a safety officer in the driver's seat in case of emergency. Now, we were looking at that also in the Emirate of Dubai and Sharjah as well. Mm -hmm. Now, in Sharjah, in the university city, we were looking at autonomous buses to take students from and to not only their dorms, but other facilities in the university city. And just, I believe, two to three weeks ago, His Highness Sheikh Hamdan bin Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, who is the Crown Prince of Dubai, did sign a decree that did allow autonomous vehicle testing in the Emirate of Dubai. And just now, we're talking about Abu Dhabi also on the train as well. So, is there going to be a point in time where everyone in the UAE will have an autonomous driving vehicle or autonomous taxis all the way and I personally believe it will be a smooth ride because just like you said Omnia sometimes drivers are a little bit too quick mm -hmm. or a little bit too slow yes you know so when you have AI being implemented in such you know fashion you're you're going to have a smooth ride 99.9% of the time because you know the saying Omnia Men lie, women lie, numbers don't, and AI is filled with numbers. Exactly. So numbers will always prove you right and always be factual. Yes, so indeed. I personally would jump on an autonomous taxi. What about mm. you? Uh, I would, but I definitely would give it more time. And that's the beauty of how the UAE is doing it. They're not rolling them all out indefinitely and just having everyone try them out. They are going through a very strict trial phase and the Minister of AI right here in the UAE, Dr. Sultan Al-Ulama, His Excellency uh, Sultan Al-Ulama also said that everything has to be done slowly so that we can ensure that no accidents take place, especially after the catastrophic accident that the Paris taxi went through just a couple of days ago. I'm sure a lot of people have come across the video on social media platforms, but Paris's largest taxi firm that has been embedding Tesla Model 3 cars with the self-driving capabilities into their fleet. They have 
One of the cars has been involved in a fatal accident. It was driving at crazy speeds and one of the CCTV cameras in one of the restaurants was able to capture that moment. So I'm sure that some people have been terrified after seeing this video, but I have no doubt that the UAE will be able to enroll this in a very smooth and safe way. Let us know your thoughts for 215. But as we wrap up Future Talk for today, we've got a very special show coming up in just a few moments. The only place to be at three with the one and only Omar al-Duri. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, Omar. The only man himself to be <laughs> TMI at six minutes. Kick it off. Hey, listen. Right here. I, look, I like the reset hat. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Listen, I'll tell you what's happening. We're going to be resetting 2022 because Ooh. we have a, a specialist and an educator who specializes in meditation mm-hmm. and how that can help you reset your mind and your body for 2022. I love that. Can he reset people who can't sit through a meditation? <laughs> that's exactly, actually, that's a very good point, And you'll have to stay tuned for that because that one of the things that people struggle with meditation, they normally think that it's something that you kind of have to zone out. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's zoning in and it's being able to actually just be away from everything and really stabilize yourself and listen to your breathing, which is something else we're talking about, which a lot of people forget to do. Mm-hmm. They forget to breathe. So um, it's going to be a wicked show. And, I, and Matt Marnie is going to be on the show. He's, uh, he's a great, great guy and a great professional as well and I can't wait to have him on the show I'm excited to hear the show myself <laughs> yeah and you know one of the most, a lot of successful people meditate one and two times a day mm. absolutely yeah and it's I think now with, with everything that's going on in the world I think it's really important to spend time with yourself oh, absolutely. a lot of people think that you have to spend time with people but I think just that time for yourself actually makes it better for others true and you become a better person mm-hmm. dealing with other people because mm-hmm. you have had time to listen to your own needs very good I'm very excited very for good. the show And if you are excited to take a break, we are at the beginning of the work week, but it's nice to kind of give a break to yourself. It's a show that you don't want to miss starting at 3 p.m. But we will catch you again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse 95. 95.